I realized like I am garbage at doing this. Like for all of a sudden, like I find it really hard to be vulnerable. Probably stoicism. Or maybe just masculinity. Well, it doesn't matter. But basically, like, I find it, like, really hard to be vulnerable now. Like, I can't talk into a microphone and I can't, like, look at the camera and be, like, as vulnerable as I used to be. It's just, like, weird. Like, I don't have the capacity to just be able to just, like, say everything I used to be able to say back when, like, I think I was at the peak of, like, wanting to do this podcast. Like, I still want to do it and I still really enjoy this. But, like, it's so weird how garbage I am. Like... podcast i know it's been a while i'm your host kulila and yo like creating has been kind of a mission like sitting down buckling down and like wanting to create something has kind of just been like really hard like your boy kind of got a little bit depressed and it just makes it a little bit harder because you can't see battling with that i want to do something but it's going to be bad i want to do it it's still going to be bad and like you just constantly have to try to like keep balancing those two opposing forces to make the thing eventually happen and for me it ended up just being a two-month break where I just wasn't able to sit down and just basically kind of do this whole podcast bad boy thing and that sucks but now I'm here and it's happening and I wanted to talk about kind of like the whole situation that's going on right now with the coronavirus as well as like the impact it's had on with me and creating like how it makes me feel about creating and how creating makes me feel like a little bit more sane during this time like I'm not gonna lie I've basically been panic creating during this entire situation I've kind of just been on the back burner trying to get vlogs and vlogs and vlogs out like almost every single day eventually i got to a point where i just decided now nah, i'm not gonna do it every single day like but there was a full solid like seven days where every single morning i would wake up i would bring out the camera and i was basically deciding that today's the day i'm gonna actually vlog and then i actually went out and vlogged i literally vlogged my entire morning and i kind of just had like a little bit of a young like camera and me situation like me talking to the camera kind of just saying how i felt but it's made me realize that i kind of miss just having a free platform to just talk about whatever i want and kind of just express my emotions and feel like a little bit of validation through just knowing that i said something and it's out there and maybe having one or two or five or ten people just listen to it and like it and then come back to the next episode so it's like really dope and so that's why now I've included video. So I'm probably going to end up posting this on YouTube because that's where you post videos. But it's just like really cool because now I have another platform to be able to actually get this thing out there. So I'm really excited about that. So basically when it comes to like creating during coronavirus is that you first had to kind of get that first step of realizing that this is kind of your new normal and that this is kind of going to be how things are going to be for a while and that is goddamn frightening like i am genuinely frightened about thinking about what's going to happen after all of this is over like once we're allowed back into the streets once we're allowed like back into doing things that we used to consider normal going back to jobs doing everything and so that's like like petrified me i was completely petrified as to what was going to happen when i go back to just the realities of what goes on in life 
And that's like really scary. But what's really cool is that I ended up started panic creating. Like I started a whole new channel with the vlog and I every single day for like the first couple of days of being locked down and being told that you're trapped in your house I kind of just sat around and just decided okay I'm going to try to document every single thing that's happening here whether it's fun whether it's not whether I kind of feel stressed whether they don't and that's kind of was my approach to the first couple of days of that and it was like really fun like what I think like what I forgot is that when you're yeah, I think what I forgot is that when you're just, like, chilling for a while, is that you forget how much fun that the things that you do that you kind of get so much pain and frustration from are. Like, I was able to kind of just vlog, and every single day, even though it was, like, taxing, like, whipping out your camera and, like, setting up shots and making sure that things are planned out and then you have to edit for hours, especially because, like, I'm still kind of new to this whole thing. So I was learning... So I, I spent this, like, whole time, like, learning about my camera, learning about what kind of settings are on my camera, how to use my camera better, how to set up shots better. Like, if you look at this, there's a whole new environment in a new studio. Like, I have a sign talking about and saying, look, it's a podcast. I'm also adding video to the podcast. Like, those things wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for, like, tr- like this whole corona situation and it's kind of just like really nice but it's also like i also have the privilege of being able to like kind of branch out and being able to feel a sense of security because if things don't pan out because they haven't been i can rely on my parents to kind of just send me a couple like thousand or a couple hundred rand like my way to be able to allow me to actually kind of just like go through the motions and see how am I going to be affected by this? Can I kind of like work through this? What am I going to do afterwards? What am I going to do during? And like kind of reflect on like what I've been doing before. So I really enjoyed creating. I'm genuinely in love with creating. But I wasn't doing it, I think, to like the best of my abilities. And this is a really cool break because now you have time. Like a lot of the time, people talk about how they don't have the time and they can't get like completely invested in creating stuff because you just don't have the time like you have to go do your job you have to go and like take care of things you have to look after yourself and then a lot of the times like passions and projects kind of just get put on the back burner and you don't get that chance you don't get the chance to just look after yourself and make sure that you're creatively free like you have that platform that allows for like creative progression and what's really cool about this whole like being stuck at home thing i mean most of the shit isn't cool like the entirety of like what's going on here just sucks like i'm not gonna lie like a lot of the days i wake up and i kind of just remember oh yeah I have nothing to do. I can't leave my house. I can't talk to people. Especially because, like, I get off on, like, talking to people. Like, I kind of can't deal with most really stressful situations by myself. And I always have to go and, like, communicate with people. And everyone's talking about, like, yeah, you should talk to people on, like, video chats, like, FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, and all of those other things. But they just don't have the same, like... They don't have that same thing that happens when you talk to someone in person. Like, I get very different kind of vibes from talking to someone in person than I do talking to someone over Skype or FaceTime. Like, I still feel like I'm getting a lot out of what's happening. 
But I just don't like feel like that person is like there for me. Like I think I need the physical presence of someone to know that they're actually there for you. They're taking the time out of the day and they're not just kind of just listening to you just because they don't have anything better to do. And I think like that's like a thing that I'm kind of realizing is that I need people to feel like, like I need to feel as though people are directly invested in me and that they're not just talking to me because their day is kind of just being like eating, watching TV, eating, watching TV. And that this is kind of a break in that mund- mundanity, the just weird formula of like what their lives are kind of just become and essentialized to. And I need like to feel some sense of importance to them as people. And that's not happening. I feel when I talk, get, like when I go into conversations with people, it's like I don't feel as though I'm that inherently important. I feel more as though I'm a distraction, a very welcome distraction, but a distraction nonetheless. And it makes it very hard to connect with people past that point. And so trying to like deal with this whole coronavirus situation, it's made me like realize like I need. I need like one-on-one interaction and I need one-on-one interaction with people that I'm happy with and people that I'm comfortable with and people that I also want to be around. Like I'm stuck here with my family. I'm stuck here with my two sisters and their two children. And it's fun. There's days where it's like really fun. Like the other day I literally got to do a lot of cool things with like my family and we watch TV together. We watch the movie together. I barely get to do that anymore. I used to do that a lot when I was younger. Like, me and my dad used to just sit around and just, like, watch movies when he'd come back from home. I mean, come back from work. And, like, I think that was like, one of my favorite times to just be around my dad is, like, I've always loved movies. I love hearing stories. I love learning about people's stories. I love learning about people's perspectives. And... It was just, like, really beautiful, like, especially, like, when I was, like, really young, like, I was a teenager, like, I was 15 or, like, 13, and I'd just come back, and I'd be like, yo, dad, I got this new movie, do you want to watch it with me? And he'd always, like, be like, yeah, I love movies, and a lot of the time, we'd always bond over, like, like, black upliftment movies, so, like, black sports athletes who suddenly get that one chance and opportunity to be able to show the coach and show like the community and show the people who are around them who've invested so much time into him as to look this is what I can do this is who I actually am I know it was better than this and I finally have the chance to do that and to show that and like me and him would sit down and we'd watch these movies and we'd feel like so inspired and we'd feel like so like uplifted and we just just get all this pride like there's just this wonderful sense of pride that comes from just being able to see someone like you and i think sharing those moments with my dad was like really cool i think about him a lot these days because me and my dad don't talk as much we don't really spend a lot of time together probably because my dad is most of the time working like he's a lot busier than he used to be like financial crisis is a side that happened in my family my dad kind of just had to just decide like what's important providing for his family or spending time with his family and it just sucks like that you have to be put in a situation like that where you have to make that decision as to what is important and what isn't important and yeah so i don't get to spend much time but like i got to watch a movie with my family for like for once in a while i even got to sit down and watch like um x on the beach x on the beach is wild like i think that show is absolutely insane and i watched it with my sister i am not really a big reality tv fan except for survivor everyone needs to watch survivor specifically survivor when is it war that is potentially going to be the best season of survivor to ever exist 
But besides that, like, I don't like reality TV shows that much. I mean, reality TV shows that much. Probably because, like, a lot of it just doesn't feel real. It doesn't feel like those are real people. And I don't, I need things to feel real. That's why I love YouTube. That's why I love watching people vlog. That's why I love going and, like, listening to someone just spout nonsense at a camera for, like, an hour. Like, an hour. Like, I'll literally sit down and probably, like, just look at a screen and watch someone just say shit for an hour. And I love that garbage. God, like, I feed off of that garbage. It makes me feel human. It makes me feel normal. Because it just makes me realize, like, other people have stories. Other people also want to be heard. And it's just dope. And sitting down and, like, sharing, like, the craziness that is reality tv with my sister it was just like really cool it was really beautiful obviously because i got invested into the people's stories after we watched that i went online and ended up watching and binging the entire season i think my favorite character from x on the beach is jay jay's dope also i found out jay was on survivor so that's probably why i liked him i remember actually like being like i know this guy this guy's like very familiar and then remembering oh yeah jay was on survivor like he was on like, he was on um, Adam's season of Survivor. He was on Adam's season of Survivor, who is currently on, and Adam is one of the people who's competing currently on Survivor's Winners at War. I promise you this is not sponsored by Survivor's Winners at War, but I just love Survivor so much that I just can't stop talking about it. And so, yeah, so it was just, like, really cool to just spend that much amount of time. And, like, it made me realize, it's like, I like spending time with my family, but my family isn't always the people who I want to spend time with. And there's a lot of people out there who I genuinely love spending time with and I love talking to. Like, I've gotten to talk to people and actually, like, call people a lot more regularly using FaceTime and Skype and, like, Zoom and all those things um, in, like, the past couple of weeks. Like, I think... So, I've been, like, stuck for... So, I'm in South Africa and, like, there was originally a 21-day lockdown. And before that, I'd already been, like, self-quarantining and self-isolating for, I think, like, about two, three weeks. So that was two, three weeks, which is 21 days, and then an additional three weeks, which was then 42 days. And I think today is the 25th day, if not the 24th day. I think it's the 24th day. And so that is now... I think it's 44. My math is probably garbage. I can't. My mental math has gone out the window. Like, I don't know how to do math anymore. But basically, like, basically, like, it's just, like, really interesting to just have so much time and so much freedom on your hands where you are just kind of just able to just do anything. Especially because I don't actually spend that much time, like, working online. Like, I haven't gotten that many contracts for working online recently. And even then, most of the time, I probably would just, like, leave my house to go work on it, like, in other places. Like, I'd go to a library or I'd go to, like, a coffee shop to work on some projects. Like, I do some freelance writing now and again. And, even like, freelance writing, freelance proofreading. And it's just, like, really cool. But I just never got the chance to kind of just sit down and feel as though, like, I had a lot of, like, time to learn about what I thought was a good way to creatively express myself. Like, my preferred way of creatively expressing myself is through video like i love just the medium of video like it's easy it's it's easy to consume people kind of can just go into not know what they're going into with it and instantly almost like 30 seconds 20 seconds in just suddenly realize like yo this is actually like really cool 
and I can probably just go and binge a whole bunch of that. That's why I genuinely love YouTube. If you ask any person who I've ever spoken to, I go on incessantly about YouTube. Like, YouTube is one of the coolest things that I've ever just had the luxury of just coming across. Because you kind of, it's kind of just, like, established this whole idea around people having narratives around their own lives and people being able to construct stories around their lives and how anyone is able to tell a story compellingly. The problem is you have to go and find your community and audience for that story. And there's just something like really beautiful and simple about that, about how anyone can kind of just pick up a camera, anyone can kind of just grab their phone and just start filming themselves and talking about just anything that they think is interesting. Like I'm so in... I'm so consumed by so many different sections of YouTube that I just kind of sit down sometimes and wonder, how did I get so deep into this? Like, I love anime YouTube because there's just so many people who have so many different perspectives. And a lot of those people are, like, shaped by who they are as to, like, why they're on YouTube. And it's just cool. Like, I, all of a sudden, the other day, I realized, like, I was subscribed to, like, 20 just anime YouTubers. And I was like, how did I get so deep into anime YouTube and, like, how did I find anime YouTube? Like, that's just such a strange thing. Because, like, since I started my vlogs on my YouTube channel, which I'll probably put description down below, I realized, like, it's really hard to find South African creators on YouTube. Like, I literally will, like, go on YouTube and I'll search South African YouTuber and... Should you not, I will not find, like... I'll barely be able to find any South African YouTubers. Or if, like, I find South African YouTubers, they're always, like, these massive creators. Hard saying massive because, like, South African YouTube lives in a weird space where, like, in, like, America, I guess, when it comes to being massive on YouTube, it's people who are 100K plus subscribers on their channels, whereas, like, in South African YouTube, you can literally have 10K subscribers and you can be considered a massive threat. Like, you're a phenom in the YouTube space in South Africa if you have 10,000 subscribers. And everyone's just trying to push because, like, you can be stuck on a certain amount of subscribers for a long while. Like, a lot of my favorite YouTube, like, a lot of my favorite YouTube stars are actually, like, kind of, like, teetering within, like, the 50,000 to 100,000K. It's just, like, wild to think about that because... So many people that I know just know those people. Like, you can probably even go out. Like, I've gone out so many times to, like, a bar and spoken about, like, South African YouTube. And people will be like, oh, you know, like, Sibon Panza. And I'll be like, yeah, I know Sibon Panza. He's really cool. I, like, follow his stuff. And he he doesn't have as many, like, YouTube subscribers as you'd anticipate. Especially someone who's just so well-known and so, like, just involved in so many things in the youtube space here in south africa or even in like the influencer space here in south africa that you just like homie like how are you so popular but you're not pulling in the numbers and like it's kind of just giving me like a cool refresher course on like how south african youtube kind of exists in a space where you have to just kind of remove the numbers like numbers mean jack shit when it comes to how much influence and how much like involvement they they have and just a lot of things. Like my friend the other day was telling me about this is band that she knows who are sponsored basically by Nike and like their socials are a mess. Like they don't have anyone or people on their socials. Like their socials are basically on the hundreds of people. Like it's like low hundreds. Like they might even like have a couple hundred of people just going through their socials. But they're out here like having full sponsorships opening for 
bands that like are really well known that like everyone like you can actually just say the name of the band and like people know who that band is people know how that band operates and i'm just like whoa dude like and just like sitting down and seeing like so many people just taking this time to just reflect and think about stuff has made me like really excited to just create because i've been able to like sit down and actually talk to people have like really solid conversations around like what is creating what why do we create and like why creating is so important at the moment like everyone on facebook on twitter is basically being like you got to thank artists for this time because you'd be going insane and i've always thought that like artists are probably some of the most important and pivotal figures in times of crisis because those homies kind of they just know what's up like they just know how to reach and tug at your heartstrings to be able to tell you like hey it's gonna be okay or if it's not okay you know it's fine to just feel alone it's fine to feel scared like i'm goddamn scared like i am i'm panic creating like i sat down and just made a whole bunch of things just out of pure panic it was great because i got to learn a whole bunch of new skills like i've been using skillshare like i don't think i would have used skillshare or and it's weird because Skillshare gives you like two months free. Promise you this is not sponsored. Like two months free. I was just like being able to learn from other people who are in the space of like what you're trying to do. So if you want to be in radio, there's people who fucking do radio who can teach you shit. I'm into photography, I guess cinematography and like into podcasts. And I've been like watching a whole bunch of Skillshare videos about podcasts and like cinematography and like filmmaking. And it's just like so interesting that you there's so many tools and things out there that can help you kind of just fulfill your fat your pa- <laughs> blah, fashion project fulfill your passion projects and we don't take advantage of them and it's kind of i want to say irresponsible but like irresponsible is not the right word it's just it doesn't make sense like if you have to just wait to make your projects or if you have to wait to do something that just brings you so much joy like does it actually bring you that much joy sorry about that my camera kind of just died so i decided to just stop and like carry on later once i got it a bit like charged but i realized like i am garbage at doing this like all of a sudden like i find it really hard to be vulnerable probably stoicism or maybe just masculinity well it doesn't matter but basically like i find it like really hard to be vulnerable now like i can't talk into a microphone and i can't like look at the camera and be like as vulnerable as it used to be it's just like weird like i don't have the capacity to just be able to just like say everything i used to be able to say back when like i think i was at the peak of like wanting to do this podcast like i still want to do it and i still really enjoy this but like it's so weird how garbage i am like i have all of a sudden just turned into everything i hate about podcasts like i'm very stiff i don't talk about like what i think i want to talk about it's just it's 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 not okay. It's making me feel really, really awkward and uncomfortable. And I guess like, at the end of the day, that's what I want from this podcast. Is I want this to be a space that makes me awkward, a space that makes me uncomfortable. And I think I'm getting back to that where I kind of can and should be feeling like, yo, I'm nervous. Yo, I'm going to be talking about some real and deep shit. But I think, like, this episode, I kind of just didn't. And I think this episode should kind of just be, like, a catch-up on, like, the coronavirus and, like, how I feel about it and, like, what I'm seeing and going on and how I just, like, plan to just move forward. Like, my first video that I made on my vlog was kind of just about, like, how I plan to survive this. And it was just, like, a five-step 
process of how like i'm gonna move forward and try to just be okay like i have depression like depression's fucking crippling when it gets really intense and i just can't imagine going through this without a plan like my plan is basically like prioritize like hygiene because your boy when he's depressed does not shower and it just sucks because i really love being clean i love actually cleaning things and i actually really enjoy just taking care and tying up like it's a lot of fun it's really enjoyable but when i get depressed i you know how it is like you kind of just make your environment look how you feel and it's just like trash and so throughout this entire lockdown i think so on day 24 today and i have washed almost every single day um one of my favorite youtubers matt diavella has this thing that he follows called the two-day rule where kind of set a bunch of goals for yourself you set a whole bunch of goals for yourself and the only way that that to him is achievable is you allow yourself to make mistakes so you allow yourself to fall into old habits you allow yourself not to necessarily do what you plan to do but you only allow yourself one day of fucking up and i think that's like really useful useful because i fuck up like all the time and it makes me really easy to know that i have the luxury and opportunities to not necessarily be perfect and that's like really nice to just know that you don't have to be perfect all the time like you can literally just just be a little bit like of a just be a little bit of a mess up like and that's that's nice and so so far i have not gone more than two days without washing or showering literally it's probably been like once i shower i'm going to probably shower for like three days then i fuck up again after on the fourth day and then i carry on so i think like in total from what i can remember i've only had like five or so days out of 24 days where you're trapped inside and have no incentive to be hygienic to look presentable i am genuinely proud of myself to be able to actually have only five days where i didn't where i didn't shower or and like that doesn't mean like i didn't do other forms of like hygiene but like to me primarily the the main thing is like showering because like showering has been a huge motivation for me i remember the first seven days of like the vlog and everything i had to shower because like those were important parts of like each vlog and i showered every single time during those vlogs but then when I took my big break, and I think I took like a week break from the vlogs, I just fell into like really shitty habits. Like I like I take a break and then I would shower the next day. I take a break, then I shower the next day, and then I take a break and then shower the next day. So like hygiene was like a huge priority, and I was able to actually like achieve that priority, which was dope. And I feel like I actually did like really well if I only fucked up five times, which I'm pretty sure it's only been that long but i know like before the lockdown was officially announced i kind of just was laissez-faire about the whole situation i didn't think it was going to end up being as serious as it was but it ended up being far more serious than it was and that's why like the second thing that i tried to prioritize was productivity like i went into it and part of the reason why i was so committed to the blogs was because the productivity that i needed was that like i wasn't able to just goof off anymore and just go and see friends and hang out with friends and feel like that was enough like that's not an option anymore you have to stay home so i had to be productive so i set out a plan of like i'm gonna wake up it's like i'm gonna wake up in the morning before 12 o'clock and i'm gonna shoot these fucking vlogs and 
even if they're not good, it doesn't matter. I just need something to keep me motivated to feel like today wasn't just a waste. Because days start feeling more like a waste when you can't leave and go to someone and feel as though you spoke to someone and accomplished something. Like, I had to have many projects that I was doing. And those many projects ended up helping. Like, they were dope because they ended up getting me into a space where I was just continuously doing and falling into a routine. But my routine was kind of a little bit different every day. Like, it could also change if I wanted it to. So it's routines, but routines with a little bit of, like, push and shove to it. The third thing that I wanted to do was have fun. I think making the vlogs initially was the fun I was having. And I'm not going to lie. I really enjoyed doing the vlogs. Like, get it, like kind of learning my own editing style. Being able to shoot things in like a very unique and different way. Like, just being able to just do a lot of the B-roll was just fun. And then after I had like stopped like doing them regularly... I started getting a lot of fun from learning. Like, I started going really deep in depth as to, like, what makes a video? What should I put in a video? Like, I wouldn't have a studio right now. I wouldn't have, like, the kind of quality that I have on the camera. I don't think I'd even know what edit, like, exactly what my editing style was if it wasn't for going in and just learning about what makes really good content. Like, I thought I had an idea of what makes good content. And I still have that image in my mind. I just didn't have a framework in which to understand it. Like, there was just so much missing from what I thought was good content versus what I now have an idea of things that I'm missing to be able to actually achieve that outcome of good content. Like, I now have goals and I have strategies to be able to achieve those goals, whereas before, I just thought I was missing something, but I didn't know how to go about doing what I was missing. And it was just, like, really nice because... And that process of doing all of that, of learning all those things, like, being on Skillshare was, like, really dope because I got to, like, see people who enjoy doing this stuff and I enjoyed watching them tell me about the stuff that they enjoy. Like, seeing people talk about stuff that they love is amazing. Like, I really just have so much resonation to just those emotions and those feelings. And it's just, like, really dope to just be able to also feel as though you're on that journey with them. Like, when someone tells you, hey, this is good lighting, this is what you have to do to get good lighting, and then when you go through those steps and you actually see that what they told you is the truth, that's, it's amazing. I'd even say it's impeccable. Like, it's just really dope to be able to just go on a journey with people. And, like, that leads me to, like, the third thing that I would talk about is that I spoke about was like kind of like being social. Like originally me being social, my plan was call people every day and talk to people every day. But that just was not feasible. Like I have these weird anxiety when it comes to bothering people. I don't like bothering people. I generally constantly feel like I'm a bother whenever I kind of just go out of my way to contact people. But I certainly am getting better at that. Like I'm calling people maybe like every third day of just being isolated. And that's better than I was doing before. Like, before, I'd probably not call someone. or I'd call them on a Friday when I want to hang out with them. Like, it was never just an active effort of just, like, let's have a conversation, let's talk, let's see what's going down. And I'm really happy for myself and really excited that I'm actually doing things that I've always been wanting to do and literally putting myself out there. Like, a lot of my social time that I would consider social time was just watching tutorials like seeing people talk like before i'd watch videos but now i was 
actually engaged in those videos. I was learning from those videos. I was being a part of those videos. I felt as though what they told me was finally coming to fruition through my actions. And that felt like a full-on engagement, a social interaction that I was, I genuinely valued. Like there was a point where I think I went like five days without calling anyone. And I genuinely felt as though I was satisfied of talking to people. It was really, really nice. It was very liberating. The other thing that I also wanted to do was to, what was it again? Um, What did I want to do? Uh, it was to prioritize self-care. Like, I I used to only eat, like, once a day. But it's also, like, very easy to eat once a day and feel satisfied because you are out in the world and you don't then get the opportunity to go home and make stuff if you're out in the world. And so I think that was, like, really nice to just, like, feel as though I had the opportunity to do that. Uh, even more than that, it's just, like, I was able to, like, make more productive and more healthy and more conscious meals as in, uh, in the morning, I'd eat breakfast, and then i probably eat, like, on average, I was probably eating, like, just over two times a day, but, like, basically twice a day was, like, my average, and I was eating, like, two meals, it'd be breakfast, and then it'd probably be dinner, and then now and again, I'd probably have, like, lunch, but I guess, like, actually, it's probably more on average three, because I'd snack in between, so I guess snacks collectively are a meal, and yeah, and I was just able to just make more conscious decisions as to what I'm eating and how I'm eating. And it just made me feel a lot better, a lot happier. I had more energy. Like, I'm not gonna lie. I've never had this amount of energy, drive, and motivation that I've had, like, in such a long time. And I'm genuinely happy. Like, I know that, like, on the inside, I'm panicking. I'm not excited about what's happening and what's going on. I know for a fact that's true because the other day I had a breakdown. I had a full panic attack because I just felt trapped. And that was part of the reason why I took a break from making vlogs is because I felt completely trapped from everything that I did. And everything that, like, I was just seeing and hearing. Like, I took, like, I've been giving a bunch of mental health notes and tips for people who are trying to get through this. And one of them was just like stop watching coronavirus news all the time. Like take breaks, take full breaks actually. And I'm not going to lie, that's that's fucking important. Like to take a break because you're constantly bombarded. Like I'll go on YouTube and I'll literally most of my YouTube is probably just like content about commentary and all that stuff. But I'll be on YouTube and on my side panel on my like recommended list on the side, it'll literally just be like, yo, coronavirus news. Hey, heads up, this is what's happening in coronavirus. On my main page, when you get on the main page on YouTube, you will literally see breaking news and almost all the breaking news, if not all the breaking news is coronavirus stuff. Like 90% of that shit is coronavirus news. And it's just too much news. And it's weird because like it's so much news, but it's kind of saying nothing and saying a lot at the same time. Like everything's kind of the same. Like you know that every time you go on the news, they're telling you about the numbers, they're telling you about how many people have it, how many people don't, like like how many deaths there are, how many recoveries there are. And so you know that the news is kind of always going to be constantly saying all of that stuff. It's also telling you about like what to be aware of and what not to worry about. But like constant but like if you're basically like isolated and self quarantined, that information isn't necessarily as useful. It only becomes like useful once you go out into the world. And I'm not saying don't watch news. Being informed is important. I stay informed. I just think that you must take breaks from you must take breaks so that you can be able to digest that information. So that information actually becomes re- relevant and useful. Like, 
you shouldn't be just bombarding yourself with information because you're trying to keep up with the curve and say, hey, I'm going to be informed all the time. That shit gives you headaches. I was having full-on headaches because there was just so much information. And specifically because most of this information was bad news. Like, specifically because, like, this information is, like, it's being, like, bad news almost all the time. Like, a lot of the news is just very frightening. It's very fear-mongering. And, like, reasonably so like it's a scary time but it's just like hard to just consider just stopping from being informed for like a day because that shit will actually keep you insane like i'm not gonna lie when i started just taking full-on breaks i was watching a lot less news than i usually do like i love watching the news like on average i probably like watch the news once a day at least before like before this corona was going down I was watching the news, like, once a day. But now I'm, like, watching the news, like, once every two, three days. And I'm just binging the news, right? So I'm actually in a space where I'm like, okay, I want to watch news. I want to know what's going down. And I, like, binge. Like, luckily, like, in South Africa, you get, like, a lot of, like, one-minute, 30-minute clips just informing you about some important shit. So you can just watch those sometimes. And I'd watch those, like, periodically or, like, every now and again, which was good. But it also, like, felt... Like, I wasn't keeping myself informed. But eventually, once again, I got into the cycle of, like, taking a lot of, like, the mental health tips that I was, like, pushing forward. It was... It was nice. I'm not gonna lie. It was fucking nice. It was... I just felt like I knew a lot more because I was actually internalizing and thinking about the stuff when I watched the news. Like, when I chose to watch the news, I actually thought about everything instead of just, like, consuming it and just, like, having it in the back of my mind. So that was nice. But basically, like, this coronavirus situation is very stressful. And the way I usually deal with a lot of stress is kind of just, like, laugh it off. Or just pretend like it's not there, which is frightening. I should probably deal with that. But I mainly started it with, like, kind of panic. But, like, productive panic, which is weird to say. Like, panic usually doesn't feel like it should be productive. It can be productive, but it was productive panic. Like, I was making vlogs every day for, like, a very good minute. And it was kind of inspiring. Like, it was nice to see myself have the ability to do that. Because most often than not, I don't have the ability to do that. So, it was just, like, really interesting and intriguing to see myself in just such... Of, like, in such a state of flow. Like, to see myself being able to make a plan, follow the plan, and put it out there, and not actually give a fuck about what people had to say. Like, I still kind of don't, which is nice. Like, before, I think a lot of what was holding me back, and, like, why I kind of just stopped doing a lot of the things that were passion projects to me, was that I put too much emphasis in what people thought, and I wasn't making it... And I originally started making everything for me, but then when I started seeing, like, results, or seeing people react to the stuff, it stopped being about me and started being about other people and it's weird because in a space where usually you'd want other people to be able to react the isolation process for me has been me not caring about how people see it and being it mainly being about my sanity and trying to keep myself feeling happy and accomplished every single day and that's nice like that's very enjoyable like i am really happy with myself that i'm actually getting that i'm got that i got to a point where 
I care less about others and I care more about what I think. Like the quality of my videos and the quality of everything I do has been improving, not because I think that's what people want to see, but because that's what I want to see. That's what I know I can do. That's what I know I can achieve. Like, like I prioritize my thoughts over other people's thoughts. Like I prioritize my thoughts over other people's thoughts. And it's really cool to get to a space where that's the most important thing that I bring to the table. Because that for a while wasn't, like, people kind of just ruled what I thought. And, like, that validation from others was the most important thing that I needed. And so then I just stopped because I, it's not that I didn't think I was getting validation. It's just I didn't know what to do with the kind of validation I was getting. Like, I got scared because someone told me, like, I helped them from committing suicide because they listened to my podcast. It's just fucking scary to hear someone say that. Nah, dog. Like, I can't handle things that are that deep. And it was a lot of responsibility. But, like, knowing that the responsibility for that isn't necessarily there anymore is nice. But it also stopped me from potentially doing something that could have been far bigger and greater than it is now. Like, knowing that my podcast would be a little bit more influential than it is now because it would have been more consistent had I heard that. Like, it sucks to hear that, but it's the truth. Like, it's what happened. I stopped because I got scared. But now knowing that, like, I'm kind of currently doing this less for others and I'm doing it more for me. Because I'm not going to lie, when I originally started a lot of these things, I started for that validation, for that confirmation that what I'm doing sounds cool and is cool. And the numbers, it was less about the numbers and more about like just resonating with someone and some people. But then when people started coming to me live in person being like, yo, hey, I listen to your podcast. And I'm talking about friends. Like These aren't like strangers. These are friends, people who I know and have known for years telling me, yo, I listen to your podcast and this is what I got out of it. It was daunting. And I think I'm getting into a space where I might actually be able to not give too much impact to those things i think those things are important like hearing that is nice knowing that i'm affecting people is great but the impact on it's affecting my ability to actually then create the craft that they got impacted by i think that's what i need to start dealing with and i'm slowly getting i'm slowly getting there i think i'm getting there i'm getting there yeah i'm getting there yeah and that's what is really enjoyable about about creating content is knowing that more than anyone else you're a little bit happier every time you make a new thing every time i put out a new podcast i want to feel as though i've done something new and different i focused on an area that i wanted to improve on and i just got that little bit better like that's that's kind of the goal from now on is to just be this much better every single time and I don't have to make leaps and bounds, but I gotta just add new elements, try new things, be a little different. And that's gonna be really exciting. And hopefully I can be a lot more consistent because consistency is key. Because that's all you need to be able to finesse anything. Anyway, check you next episode. And as I've been saying in my vlogs, stay safe, wash your hands. Cheers. Check you later.